0: Welcome to episode fifty of the Sourcing Challenge Show. I am your host, Mark Lundgren. In this episode, I sat down with Dimitro Pavlenchovny from Ukraine, and as always, asked him how he got started in sourcing.
1: It's funny story uh, how I uh, like got to the sourcing. So I'm uh, for my first education uh, is sociology. So I'm like sociologist, social studies, and uh, um, five years ago in two thousand fourteen. Uh, I was in ISEC, it's NGO organization, uh, and we were creating different, like, projects uh, and stuff, and one, one of my friends, he uh, should have been on a conference, uh, IT HR Kiev, uh, which was, like, um, in the near the Kiev, so it's a, a suburb area, and uh, uh, he, like, in the evening, he called me, like, at 10 p.m., uh, p. Like, okay, tomorrow at six, you should be on conference. Uh, like, uh, because I'm really ill, I have a temperature, can you back up me? I'm like, okay, tomorrow at six, so in, in seven hours, I, I don't know, but I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I will do this. And I w- was on this conference volunteering because I really enjoy all this conference stuff. You can listen to the speakers, drink a lot of coffee, eat food, and it's for free for you. So uh, that's cool. Uh, and uh, there was, uh, I've heard about recruitment firstly, and it was really nice. It was Andriy Stetsenko mm-hmm. uh, from relocate me telling yeah. about relocation developers from different countries uh, and recruitment in this area. And uh, I was listening to this story and was like, wow, cool, how you search these guys, how you work with it. And um, uh, I've go to him networking like bringing in some coffee and like hey can we uh like together connect in facebook or something and he was like yeah cool uh and like do do you want to have some job i'm like <laughs> okay interesting what is it and like okay i will write you and two months later <laughs> i was like forgetting about this and he was writing me like, okay can we meet in the city center i will show you something like yeah i we were in co-working and he described me in 2 hours what is recruitment what mm-hmm. is so, like sourcing and sales so i was like wow and firstly i was like lead generation specialist mm-hmm. so i was searching searching for decision makers different um, like um, in germany and new zealand mm-hmm. or cto engineering managers for relocate me and it was my part time job and in one year i've became full full time sourcer and it was really good because like Andrew really helped me to get into this. We had like one hour each week session mm-hmm. with describing how I should write emails, what it should be, because I was on remote. So before, like this year, I was working mostly on remote. Mm-hmm. And um, so learning uh, is, was the main part, how to get all this information. Yeah, and this was my first experience. And after two years, I've like decided that I need to grow up in my skills. And um, I wrote to good call in Europe. It's also a very known company mm-hmm. where Joseph Kadlec, uh, uh one of the founders and like st- started a sorcerer job there. And also learned a lot and uh, like that's worth my first steps and I really like it. So I never thought about that. I would, would be a sorcerer, but uh, now I understand that it's lifelong pass and it's very cool specialization.
0: Absolutely. So like other than, than, yeah, getting, having like weekly calls with Andrew, you know, who did you learn from or what did you read or how did, how did he kind of, yeah get all the
1: knowledge on on how to become better uh, so in uh, i'm really enjoyed that i started in actually relocate me because mm-hmm. it's Gould's good alma mater good school of uh, sourcing we already had their sourcers and recruiters specialization which f- like 5 years ago in ukraine uh, was really rare to see mm-hmm. um, of course like in america europe it was already uh, two parts of uh, where you can develop. But in Ukraine, it was like, uh, sourcer is junior recruiter. And in one year after sourcing, you should become a recruiter or you are not developing. <laughs> uh, and uh, we had our own handbook, where all processes described, and I really recommend for companies to do this. like small Academy. Yeah, it's time consuming, but you should really create this and update it <clears throat> in some document uh, where you can get this. So there were like templates of our main emails. Um, also there were like sourcing tools what you need to install. So like if new newbie sourcer gets into the process, uh, uh, like person knows like what to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but as I was on remote, I should have found like other resources so Mm -hmm. and um, why I also decided to continue in sourcing because naturally, I'm really curious about different um, things you uh, like look, I I really like investigate. So uh, if I like couldn't find someone's email, I really start reading a lot of articles, a lot of stuff to like There should be something into this person, Uh, even like in my childhood, I was um, helping like a lot of relatives and uh, like, um, like my uh, neighborhood guys um, to install like windows to reinstall some programs and when you can't find some driver for sound card, (laughs) you spend like for three hours to find it somewhere in the internet and solution. So um, that is why I really like to follow like blogs, like Irina Shamaeva um, <clears throat> for the custom search engines, source con uh, in like Arimedia, um in like the main source for all this information, it's really open. So mm-hmm. a sourcer is a job where you can uh, don't need to be on like university degree or spend uh, thousands of dollars uh, to to this you can just find open source information to start and then improve your skills by some courses or uh, like linkedin courses or something else so i recommend like um blogs like recruiting brain food by hanli hired solve it uh, recruiting daily um, by ryan larry uh, also articles of well-known sources like like you, Mark. So you should just like find out in the Internet, like top sources or sourcing blogs and you will find all all of these cool guys. Uh, So it's um, like Bullying Black Belt by Glenn Cassie. uh, Dinda Costa also (laughs) like Aaron Lins, (laughs) you know. Also, I've learned from Recruitment Academy Mm -hmm. from Good Call. They have own certification for step by step like from sourcer, sourcer part two, recruiter, recruitment manager. So it's also a very good course.
0: And in terms of the, the kind of tools you use today, what's your what's your go-to tools or processes and, and you know how do how do you kind of work on that?
1: In our like sourcing industries, there is still a pun domination of LinkedIn. <laughs> so of course we cannot like live without it. But uh, I try to search different options. Uh, So of course, LinkedIn is a huge database. So but you should use LinkedIn smart. So Mm -hmm. in case of tools, I use LinkedIn and like amazing hiring extension, or like amazing hiring platform, they uh, these tools are really good to find social profiles. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it really helps you to find email address, for example, in LinkedIn string, you can see like person uh, like candidate always, like in most cases changes um, this uh, name to -hmm. something custom like login or some nickname. And you can Google this with Gmail Mm -hmm. and use it. Also sales navigator extension, which is not currently working. Still, I found that it working if you have been installed it. So, you should find like you know this um, like <laughs> archive of crx files for Chrome, so you should just google sales navigator c r x and uh, find out it in and download it customly and unpack it as in developer mode so mm-hmm. if you If you will have problems with it, you just can write me <laughs> i i 've prepared some instruction how to do this and seems like from our experience it 's still working. I don 't know will they completely shut down server or not, but now you still can use it, but can find it in chrome store mm-hmm. so uh, yeah it 's also a very useful tool, especially for mail search uh, and um, different scrappers uh, like Phantom Buster, you know this very popular last days, especially in matcher in my current company. Uh, but you should be really accurate mm-hmm. with this to because LinkedIn uh, is very strict about all of these tools. Mm. And uh, uh, also some mail search tools like HireTool, Contact Out, um, like uh, Numeria, which mm-hmm. 50-50, uh, and SalesQL. So that's my black belt that I use mm-hmm. right now.
0: And you've worked a lot across the world, um, you know, work, like finding people for Australia and Europe. And how do you get into a new market? Like when you start a, a new role where it's maybe a, a market you haven't sourced for yet, like how do you familiarize yourself with that market and, and find out like how do I need to do things differently to source in this market?
1: So I've uh, really learned a lot from uh, my, um, so my previous, uh, I, I changed the job last month. Mm-hmm. so go to mature uh, a local team so to be like on site uh, and more present uh, with the uh, colleagues but before that i worked in small um, like um, startup like function io it's our agency mm-hmm. uh but on like um, uh, we were looking for some senior roles like engineering manager cto etc and uh, it, we, like Neil, uh, founder of uh, Function, um, also taught me a lot of stuff about how to uh, research market, mm-hmm. how to get into this. So uh, we've created our like own strategy. So first of all, we review um, mm-hmm. companies that are top 10 in this country. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we are starting search for Korea. Mm-hmm. It's new market for us. And um, uh, firstly, I've read a lot of um, Quora, a a lot of um, articles about uh, like what are top startups in this region, what are top companies in uh, this country. And I know that in Korea uh, from articles, they have like big brands like Kakao, like uh, Samsung and so on. 10 companies that rules almost 90% of the market and not so many big, small startups. Mm-hmm. So I know that we should wor- work with people from this like five top startups and um, mm, this is our top 10. Also, I research what universities, like top three universities in this country. Of course, if it's US or UK, it's like 10, 15 universities. In Ukraine, it's like five main um, Uh, And uh, uh, you know that people from these uh, companies and universities should be really good. Uh, And uh, then you started evaluating what are meetups in this country, how uh, different um, companies, international companies have presence there. So, and we have a Trello board Mm -hmm. with um, all this information where all other sources can uh, contribute and have all this info in one place so it really helps them to plan your strategy uh, to find donor companies uh, so for example I have a job uh, for uh, like small startup and I've see uh, I've researched who um, on LinkedIn sales navigator it's also some insights field mm-hmm. yeah. where you can uh, like do small um, search of where the startup hiring from mm-hmm. what companies and universities and it also helps get the idea of what actually uh, your partner your uh, client wants to, to see. And uh, yeah, and then we research and start starting create our like outreach campaigns, and so on. Uh, the, the same works for other companies. So you, you should firstly find trends. So for example, we find out that in Brazil, really good market, a lot of recruiters right now, searching there, it's like, <laughs> uh, El Dorado for now for, for, for relocation because they have strong um, startup market uh, and uh, we en- like started firstly contacting for Singapore, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, then understand that um, uh, like Brazilian guys don't really want to relocate to Singapore if they have option of Europe or English speaking country like Australia or UK. So uh, we understand that we should create campaigns more on English speaking countries, mm-hmm. or like Germany or Netherlands. Yes. So uh, you should find those uh, small trends and understand which market works for uh, this company, which countries uh, works with each other, and especially with relocation.
0: Um, what's been the, the toughest country for you to uh, to source in?
1: So I, I would say that, um, right now like germany and netherlands are quite tough uh, because they are very competitive mm-hmm. and in spain is barcelona so they are like startup hubs but when you write for example for in amsterdam uh for local de- um developers so ever since it's connected to it guys it's hard <laughs> yes. it's tough because you you just can't like uh write simple email, even with like if you personalized company name and uh, like country and so on, uh, they will will just not answer because market is so um, competitive and have presence of a lot of companies. So you should like follow up, you should write really personalized and read profile really well. Uh, In Latin America, it's easier. Uh, So they are more open to communicate with you. And um, like Asia is also different uh, range. So maybe it's kind of hard to um, communicate from people from China because they Mm -hmm. are not really like they're answering. They are interesting in case of skills, uh, but um, not often uh, they open to relocate Mm -hmm. because uh, they are more into like um, their country is their brand. So they're... Uh, eager to stay home uh, right now, which was like insight for me because I mm-hmm. thought okay, maybe they are open to relocate uh, and um, it's tough to work with also Australia because laws, immigration laws are quite hard um, and um, uh, in some I, I would say it's um, also hard to work with uh, South Africa mm-hmm. uh, because um, not not so many startups there and uh, it's also hard to relocate people from there they are really open to relocate to move for opportunities but and english is really good mm-hmm. but uh, um, still hard to um, when it comes to different visas and so yeah. on so that's that's my tough and favorite countries but i really like to hire globally <laughs> so it uh, it opens new people for you, it opens new markets and it's always super interesting.
0: Well, more and more companies are interested in Ukrainian developers and mm-hmm. either starting an office in Ukraine or relocating them. Um, what would be your advice for a sourcer that has to start looking at Ukraine as a market?
1: Yeah, it's um, Ukraine, you're right, it's very popular market right now, especially for outsourcing mm-hmm. and outstaffing, because we have um, interesting schools uh, or it schools that um, from even older (laughs) times where I like engineering was strong in uh, like Belarus, Ukraine, and so on. The problem here, if you would like to relocate like Ukrainian developers, uh, still, even after years, not so many people aware of um, different taxation systems. So uh, even if uh, developers would have like much more Uh, money uh, on uh, hands like uh, in Germany, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, the taxation is different. So in Ukraine, we have uh, for private entrepreneurs, which Mm -hmm. is main system for uh, most of digital specializations here, it's 5% uh, uh, plus some additional taxes, uh, but it's smaller, which is very um, like competitive for like us for Europe. To stand off uh, to uh, like mm, like open offices here, yeah, so if it comes to relocation, you should really find a person who already knows something about Netherlands r- rules and uh, and so on, so you can easily convince this person to relocate for loud name or for experience abroad, mm-hmm. uh, but for companies who are like setting offices here it's um, main advice uh that uh it's it's very interesting in case of uh, price and value that it can uh, gives you so um, it's in kiev especially it becomes more and more competitive right now uh so maybe to look at some
0: like, <laughs> outside odessa or something like that
1: yeah Lviv, odessa dnipro uh, which is still strong and uh, lower like expectations from it guys if it uh, goes to not non-it uh, it's um, a little bit easier uh, to set up. We still have good English. Uh, maybe not, not as strong as uh, in, like, I don't know, Czech Republic, maybe. But uh, still, still quite a lot of people know English. And, for example, in Sorcerers' perspective, it's really, um, like, smart and uh, good people here uh, ready to be recruiters, sourcers, digital marketologists, and so on. So maybe relocate person for non-IT specialization will be uh, harder for companies. But set office uh, uh, and outsource here, it's um, uh, really good. So maybe consult some comp- local companies mm-hmm. uh, where to better like rent office yeah. uh, and uh, maybe consult local but good firms get human resources here mm-hmm. it, it should work so the main advice uh, we have like a lot of smart people uh, with good english so it's very good value proposition <laughs>
0: um, and Dima, if, uh, if people want to stay in touch with you and and yeah follow you what you're doing um, how can they best do that
1: uh, so i'm open for any channel so i've also sent you uh, my like uh, facebook instagram and linkedin so I'm uh, like quite often reading it. Also, you can find me in Telegram. Uh, but like, yeah, let's stay for Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook or, uh, or LinkedIn. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Look, thank you very much for, for your time and your insights.
1: Yeah, thank you too. Uh, I'm really glad to communicate with all people interested in sourcing. I really like it. And uh, also in matcher. Where I'm work, working now, we have really good people interested in sourcing in Kiev. So if you want to meet me, of course, after all this corona will <laughs> end, and uh, write me online, I'm open to help on any sourcing or other topics.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, Dima.
1: Yeah, thanks to you too. Have a nice day.
0: If you like this episode, please consider sharing it or any of the other episodes with a friend or a colleague who might be interested as well and consider subscribing to the channel, which will help us meet more people um, and grow the community.